Yeah, press that Yeah, beauty. Fucking, we are back in. Back in, in a big way. Welcome back to the mug off. How you like that? Huh? That feels great. What do you reckon for that, for an intro, mate? We are back, back in the studio. Um, I'm in here by myself. It's just me, Duggan, on my own today. Sans Jerry and Yaz, but I am joined by a, dare I, fellow podcaster, wow. fellow comedian, dare I say it, friend. <laughs> It is the background lad himself, Billy Darcy. Thank you for coming in, mate. Great to be here, mate. Appreciated that order of the list as well. Yeah. Because that's how I identify personally. <laughs> I'm a podcaster first, a comedian second, and at the end of the day when push comes to shove, I'm, I'm a Cameron friend du- last. I'm Cameron Duggan's friend, you know. <laughs> but, mate, great to be here. Good to see a podcast just trim the fat as well. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. Two, ri- two kings of the riff. Yeah. Two prolific podcasters. Yeah. Just taking taking the bull by the horns and just seeing where it goes, you know? No, no more Miguel and jumping in on our sick yarns. Man, and if you are watching the video on the Patreon, you'll notice no notes. No notes. Just a couple of blokes fucking. Just a couple of blokes with a great attitude who are hoping it, for the best. <laughs> just giving it a bit of that. Fuck it, oath, dude. Well, mate, it's all happening. How do you feel about your new role sort of as like, I guess, the head of this podcast? Um, I Look, I wouldn't have asked for it. I wouldn't have That's, thought so. Some have greatness thrust upon them. Mm. You know? Yeah. So are you gonna are you gonna is it gonna be a McGowan style of leadership? What are we what can we expect from Cameron Duggan as sort of the centerpiece of this thing? I mean, pretty much just what I've always given it, you know, hundred and ten percent. Full credit to the boys. Yep. But here's the thing, there are no boys now. Yeah, but full credit to them anyway. You know, <laughs> far be it from me to take credit from the boys. Mate, exactly. That's it's... what I'm here for. The boys deserve credit. Mate. At I... all points, even guys that have never been on the pod. Yeah. Just have that, boys. Even more credit to those lads whose DMs are yet to be answered by the mug off Instagram <laughs> account. Oh, speaking of which, I got a DM today. Um, I don't want to say his name. I don't want to light him up, but he sent, sent a, uh, a DM to the the Patreon podcast, uh, the Patreon inbox. Yep. Saying, uh, I introduced my very conservative girlfriend to the podcast about a month ago. Wow. Two weeks later, he got dumped. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, mate. He's like, I'm not saying they're directly related, but I can't rule it out. See, I thought that was going to be a feel-good story. Oh, no, no. So that's a horror story. I mean, maybe it is a feel-good. Like, just news out there for anyone, don't tell your girlfriends about this podcast. Yeah, it is. They don't need to hear what you're laughing at at work, you know. Exactly, because you got the boyfriend out the front having a beer, listening to a podcast on the balcony. Now, you you know what? Actually, fuck that. Show your girlfriends if they don't like it. You ditch them, King. Yes. Well, here's the problem is this guy failed to get on the front foot. Here's the thing is he showed her the podcast, but then he failed to act. I reckon yeah. once you play the mug off for your girlfriend, you've got upwards of 11 minutes <laughs> to dump her before she goes, what the fuck? Is, yeah, before is she... this what you've been giggling about on the balcony for the last six months? You've got 11 minutes before she's in my DMs, mate. Yeah, 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 100%. <laughs> Trying to take a shot at the champ. Yeah, exactly, mate. She's had the fucking young calf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've made me giggle. Now, now I need a belly laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I need my sides hurt. <laughs> yeah, fucking oath. But it's so funny though because, you know, it's quite a wholesome thing to listen to a podcast, enjoy your own company, you know, as opposed to if you've got your boyfriend playing fucking Call of Duty 16 hours a day, you're thinking this guy's a deadbeat. Yeah, you don't let him listen to the comments that are happening in the, in the chat. No, you? You, you got the headphones on for that. But here's the thing, you got the boyfriend on a podcast out the front, that's thoughtful. It could be educational. You know? Yeah. Maybe that fucking guy who believes in aliens is back on Joe Rogan. We don't know what he's listening to. Also, I don't believe that we would turn off a conservative. Like, it's not like we're, you know, we're not doing anything crazy. What do you think her main issues would have been? I reckon he's just trying to blame us. Do, is it possible? And, and this is... And you know what? I'll take that blame for you, King. 
Yeah, and and here's the thing, because Mug Off, it's a podcast, I would say second, it's a community first. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. I think what we've done it's here... It's like the church. The church isn't a building, it's the people. <laughs> Doug and my friend, some people get I've, it and you're one of them. I've come in hot here. We are <laughs> fucking... We've, Nothing but hits. Nothing but hits. But I think the thing is as well, and this is where a community can sort of act as that support network, is maybe you're dating a girl, maybe the sex is crap, and honestly, we're stagnating. We're stagnating and you're going to get fucking clipped up and dropped off on the end of the curb one way or another. But now, instead of saying, hey, she's left me because... I'm kind of a dud root and I'm scared of the dark. Yeah. You can say, oh, it's because of the mug off. Because I listen to a podcast, it's too funny. She couldn't handle the heat yeah. of the mug off. She said it was me or the mug off. And I told her to pack her fucking bag. Guess lads. what? I went up a tier on the Patreon when she said that. Yeah, 100% platinum membership <laughs> for that bed. <laughs> but, but, but listen to that narrative we've just spun compared to the reality of that. She's fucking left you, mate. Yeah. Well, I mean, keep your head up, King. That's why I said keep your head up. Yeah, we're happy to take the blame for anything. You get fired yeah. from your job. That's yep. the mug-off's fault. You know, maybe you accidentally, the fucking AirPods didn't, yeah, I didn't, didn't sync I... up at your office cubicle. Next thing you've got McGowan dropping the N-word <laughs> on full blast speaker in the middle of the admin <laughs> section. We'll take the heat for that too. Yeah, that I mean, and that one's on us. That one's on us. Yeah, sorry, you're laughing too loud at work. Sorry. Yeah, a hundred percent. Definitely make sure the Bluetooth connection is secure before you load up a Patreon app. This is an inside podcast with outside vibes. Whoa, you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> this is like rumpus room stuff that you you should you shouldn't be listening to in an office. No. But, this is horsing around. Yeah, but do you know what this is? This is like, uh, mate, my mate, my mate and yours, Pat Doherty, he has a joke. It's like these guys where it's like they're fucking working soulless admin jobs, but then they've got like these wild socks on. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's getting one back for the working man. Yeah, yeah. Because you're sitting there typing away, doing numbers for the man upstairs, the fucking cardigans on the top floor, yeah. and they think, you know, they've won. Little do they know the chaos that is fucking raining into your ears via the mug off. Like finding out your your dork boss has a full body suit of tattoos under his under the shirt. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. The Christmas party, the guy puts on a t shirt. You're like, whoa, is that a half sleeve? Dude, brother? you got swastikas on your elbows? <laughs> what the hell? Then you're just replaying interactions yeah. throughout the year where you're like, oh, I should not have been this blasé with yeah. you. Sorry, I was eight minutes late and you got upset. Yeah, dude, a hundred percent. I could see like a boss in an office environment coming over to spray someone. Just being like, oh, hey, uh, Thompson, sorry, mate. Uh, sorry to interrupt what you're listening to. Can I have a word? And he just says, so I was just listening to a mug off Patreon app. And the boss goes, oh, don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry about it, brother. I'm, um, I'm also a member. Yeah, yeah, Subscriber. 100%. Oh, mate, I've seen you in the fucking Patreon chat. <laughs> Are you still working a day job at the moment? Uh, no. That's great. But I need to. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. the, the, but that's not so great. The train has come to an end, unfortunately. Uh, August, great times. Yeah, September, right. wow, what a dream. When you're on tour? Oh, uh, yeah, I was just, I just, what happened was I went on holiday for the whole month of July. That's right. You were over in America. Yeah, I was over in America. Um, did two gigs in Austin. So that's a tax write off. Thanks for coming. Anyway, so what, it sort of fucking revved up my August, September. I think yeah, it's actually right. good to go on a holiday during the year. Because yeah, then of course. The, you, those three months of gigs you'd be doing, you're now doing them in two months. So then I came back and I had a bit of money from my tour left over and then I just had all this work. I was like, sick, let it ride. And, yeah. and fucking ride it did. And yeah, now you're on the beach. Yeah, and now October, October was pretty chill, but it was sort of coming to an end and November we're facing the music. What do you, what do you reckon you're going to do for work? Are I've already gonna, secured my next role. What, what are you doing? Is it just some dog shit mindless job? Or is oh, yeah. it something you like? No, 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 no. It's a fucking... Mindless. It's a clock in, clock out. Mate, you want to talk about mindless, brother? Jump into this. My new role, sticker upgrade assistant. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it means exactly what you think it means, brother. <laughs> you, uh, hang on, let me, let me try and guess. Are you reapplying stickers? That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> fucking nailed it once. Don't overthink these things. Yeah. Basically, there's a reputable... Uh, company, I don't want to drag their name through the mud. Yeah, no, right. But uh, basically, they've gone through a rebrand. Right. All these stickers, you got to post up over them. 
Well, no, you got to remove them safely. Oh, okay. Get your fucking little your spray and wipe and your little plastic. Yeah. <laughs> your bottle <laughs> of orange. Oh yeah. And uh, and then you got to reapply the new stickers. Yeah, right. And that's me. What? <laughs> that that might be a little too mindless for you, Bill. <laughs> Do you know what it is? Is that I don't. I I was looking for something mindless because I do think there is something to that. When I was working an office job, I could work. When I worked at Westfield in the car park, you know, that's mindless. Yeah. I, could, I could come home from a Westfield shift like eight hours, open up the laptop straight into my whatever I was doing with comedy, or go do a gig. No qualms. When I was working the admin job and then comedy came back, some days you come back from an office job and you're just like fucking drained. Yeah, you're tired. Yeah, and it, it does fuck your comedy a bit. This is why um, I've, I've always maintained this when um, my mum asks me mm-hmm. or, you know. Anyone else who's disappointed in you? Potentially, yeah. Well, I was going to say potentially a girlfriend, but why don't you get another, like get a job that you don't hate? And I always like, because if I get a new job, I won't want to be bad at it. So that's going to take focus away. Yeah, you do have to have a level of disdain for the company for even employing yeah. you in the first place. Yeah, people yell at me and they're like, you, you're late again. I say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. It's going to keep happening. Yeah, I can't believe how long I've been getting away with this for. I know. but And it, then they stop giving me shifts. I'm like, are you fucking serious, dude? <laughs> how fucking dare you? <laughs> dude, what about my last day job? And this was the thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's that it goes both ways. Well, it doesn't. Not in my mind. Oh, yeah. Also, I, I often... Uh, because I'm, I'm a casual man by nature, casual by trade. You know, I've worked a lot of casual yeah. gigs. And it's so funny, like, you, I, I, I go even further than that. I expect the boss to know when I'm strapped week to week. Like, like I'm like, mate, I need four days next week. He's like, oh, roster's done. Yeah. And I'm like, well, fucking sort it out because rent and electricity are due. Who's asking me? And he's like, mate, you worked one day last week and you didn't, you didn't complain. I said, well, I had heaps of cash back then, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a week-to-week kind of guy. I'm a week-to-week kind of guy. And, uh, mate, this was my last day job and this is why hey, I... My mum, it's me again. <laughs> the red slate. No, nah, I don't do that shit. I go to the Commonwealth <laughs> Bank like a man. I throw it on the platinum. Shoot first, <laughs> ask questions later, boys. <laughs> Yeah, like the cops of paying your bills. Yeah. <laughs> Dead set. But, mate, so the reason I, I didn't have a day job the last couple of months was the one I had uh, during May, June, July, April. Um, how's this? In fact, it was Woolies. I right. Was, I was part of the Woolworths group with you, mate. Um, I was working in one of the warehouses where they dispatched the click and collect orders. Yeah. But I was in the meat section. Right. It was so fucking cold in there, dude. Yeah. Like I would wear double socks, double track pants, double jumper, and then you get a coat. What are we talking here, nine degrees? I think it was four. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was four degrees. And basically a pallet of pallets of meat would come in in the morning and I would stack the pallets yeah. on the shelves. It was actually kind of satisfying. How, how were the lats looking? Dude, honestly, because you only stacked one tray at a time, I don't think I got any physical gains. Nah, that's that's where you got to start picking up six. Like, watch this, just fucking really jerking your back around. Yeah, yeah, just lifting with your lower spine. <laughs> I lift from the middle of my back. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, but mate, it was so grim, and uh, like it was so funny because at the time I was touring, like my own show, and it was going kind of well. But then, like Monday morning, I'm just back in the freezer. It was yeah. high highs, low lows. And, uh, and the thing was, I was doing it Mondays, Tuesdays, five hours a day. And they would be like, oh, could, we'd love to have you do a full shift or can you stay back today? I'd be like, I can't because I hated it that much. I, yeah. I couldn't do it. And also... Um, it really is soul-crushing work. It was soul-crushing work and no one really spoke English in the warehouse so there wasn't a lot yeah. of like banter and it was just awful. But it was one of those things where when you're on the treadmill, you're fucking running. Yeah, just you're on twelve. Moving. Keep moving, mate. You don't want to fly off the back of this thing. Yeah. As soon as I went to America on my holiday, oh, as literally as my feet hit the ground, I was like, oh, I'm never going back there. Yeah. Like, as soon as I got off the treadmill, I was fucked. You're going to have that shark mentality, dude. You just keep moving or you'll die. Dude, 100%. And then when you just, you just have a little rest for a second, you're like, dude, my life sucks. I know. And the thing is, when you stop moving, you realize how much you were moving previously. Yeah. Like I used to, you know, work five days a week, do comedy at night, do the podcast. You're busy. Now that I'm not working, 
I'm thinking even two days a week of work, I'm like, I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> it's so funny that people are going to be listening to this at work, like, shut up, cops. I know. You have the easiest job. How do those spreadsheets taste, fellas? <laughs> this isn't a spreadsheet kind of podcast. These yeah. guys, guys have got a whippersnipper in their hands. Yeah, exactly. This thing comes out of a fucking Makita's exclusively. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's the way we like it. <laughs> yeah. I do love that. But it's um yeah it is crazy to just have to keep doing such a shitty job so you can just chase your dumb little dreams. Well, dude, it's so crazy because I am on paper a hard worker. Yeah, but when the fucking spreadsheet, I'm, I'm potentially a phenomenal worker, dude. I'm a great worker. I'm, In reality, I'm a terrible employee. Well, yeah, that's sort of what I was saying. I, I'm not the best employee either, either, because like, yeah, I just don't really get into it, but. As far as comedy, oh, yeah. I am a hard worker. The issue comes where when the spreadsheets get printed out at the end of the year and you've made $13,000. Yeah, well, and then fuck, so, you're doing all right, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, like I said, I had a good year. But <laughs> <laughs> All right, Daddy Warbucks over here. Yeah, it. exactly, mate. Sorry to, sorry to brag off the rip, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like it's, like it's like I know how this looks, <laughs> but the effort to fucking money ratio is fucking out, out the window here. Yeah, but once you factor in fun. Yeah, exactly. And plus, like, if some chick in Melbourne blows you in June. Yeah, I mean, that's a tax write-off. That keeps you going till September. A hundred percent. Me and Freddie always say, like, um, uh, like, you'll see a comedian who, like, should definitely quit, but then you'll see them just kill. They'll just have a really good set. And then it's like, (laughs) and then you go, fuck, there's another 18 months. (laughs) It's just keeping the balloon off the ground, you know? Hey, mate, I'm not throwing stones. We've all had our balloon moments, you know, where you're just like, fuck, this is going terrible. I mean, if you're having more balloons popping than getting hit up, it's, it, you know, look into something else. Maybe, you know, yeah, well, in, get into social netball or something. Oh, 100%. But, like, in this metaphor, if the balloon pops, you that's you quitting. Some of these guys just get a new balloon. Well, that... <laughs> dude, this like, bal- the balloon has never gotten off the ground. But they just love blowing up balloons. <laughs> Dude, this balloon metaphor is off the rails. It is, it is, it's popped. And you know what? This balloon metaphor never would have got off the ground with fucking McGowan here. I'll tell you that. <laughs> nah, he would have he kept it going. Nah, he would have loved it. Um, but, duh, duh, duh. yeah, anyway, I, I forgot what I was saying with the whole balloon thing. I, um, I'm not, I, uh, I've got a very funny story to tell you. I don't know if I want to tell it on here because I know he does listen to this. Ah, fuck it. I was at um, Magic Mike the other night. Oh, hang on a minute, mate. I don't want to get fucking clipped up. Are you slandering someone I like? I mean, I'm not slandering anyone. It's just a funny story. It's just talking about we've all bombed. I've bombed horrifically. Oh, mate, I'm bobbing right now. So there was, um, <laughs> there were, and I'm not going to name him, but there was a guy and he was um, he was performing in a singlet, right? And he was like walking around in the venue and he had a seat. You're thinking it was Legacy, but he's not here. He's not here, yeah. So that's so there was a guy walking around in a singlet, and all night he had this singlet on. And to be fair, he had like a rough sort of bunch of people to follow because it went like Elwood, me, then Sam Campbell, then Dan Rath. Yeah, you can get clipped up at Magic Mike. That's Every, happened to me a couple like, of times. Everyone was killing. And then he went on and he made the mistake of giving the MC shit as soon as he got on. And everyone's like, with... The MC's doing great. Yeah. I'm thinking, was I wearing a singlet recently? No, 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 no. But he, uh, he proceeded to just have a... Sh- he, fuck, he had a shocker. Yeah. And he knew it. Yeah. But he came off stage and he, all night he'd been in this singlet, he came off stage and he put a shirt on. And oh. I've, I've never seen someone bomb so hard that they had to put a shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> you ever bomb so hard you had to put an extra layer on? <laughs> it really made me laugh. Just be like... Just to immediately shit on the MC who's doing great, then just you could see in his face that he recognised he'd made a huge mistake, couldn't get out of it, and then was like, maybe they won't recognise me if I put a shirt on. Yeah, dude. I mean, I've done the I've done the immediate jacket post bomb so many times, dude. Bombing you, you feel naked anyway. Yeah, and, and after- then to be in a singlet, it's like I gotta fucking get the hell out of here and put a shirt on. Yeah, dude. and to his credit, he hung around. He hung around. Hung around. Oh, massively. Mate, that fair play. 
Fair play to whoever that was for the hang around. That takes balls. I, do, I, I always do it. You've got to fucking bathe in it. Yeah, baby. look people in the eye. Yeah, wave to them on the way out. Yeah. Ask, <laughs> ask them for their number. <laughs> dude, um, dude, the hang around. If tough. I root you, it won't be any worse than that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just okay. straight faced. Dude, you're way too confident after a ball. <laughs> dude, it's like the Dugger. Confidence you... never wanes, baby. <laughs> it's like Dugger. It's wanna, not an act. Do you want to like go to another bar and have a beer? And you're like, dude, I just bombed. I'm going to pick up. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Look at this guy. That, confident as hell. Hasn't, dude, I, hasn't rattled him at all. Yeah, oh, dude. I've been bombing a bit recently. Um, speaking of Magic Mike, that's a great room. And uh, But Harry's. I've been bombing at Harry's, dude. Yeah, and, and and no no shade on the room. I do it all the time. I love it, but uh, it, it was it's been packed out. But I've just been just straight up bombing. I think it's good to go through a bit of a run of bombing. Yeah, yeah, massively. I've had like because you're like I got to get home and grease the wheels. You know, what do you mean, right? Or well, just get better. Yeah, I do. I do think uh, there is merit to that thing where like sometimes you get better and then you fucking. You know when you get you're just having a crap three weeks. I feel like you're just getting pulled back in the slingshot, and then you get like revved. You start fucking riding on your laurels. Yeah, hundred percent. And you dude. think like I'm fucking, I'm good, dude. I don't have to try. This is easy. Yeah. And then you have a few bombs. You're like, all right, I suck shit, dude. Dude, a hundred percent. Do you know, do you know what it always happens to me is I'll be going great for a few weeks, and then you just rock up to a gig and you're like not nervous at all and. I'm fucking high-fiving and yeah. asking people about the fucking weather. They're like, aren't you on next? I'm like, yeah, who cares? Yeah. I'm the man. And then with like 11 minutes later, I'm in my little hatchback going like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. You're a loser. Like, what are you doing? No, nah, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't talk to yourself like that, mate. You wouldn't let anyone else talk to you like that. Well, mate, I needed to hear that. There you go. <laughs> Strong rebrand for the mug off. We're here to... <laughs> we're, here. we're lifting blokes up. Yeah, I was about to say, this is the black dog edition. <laughs> <laughs> Well, welcome to Blokes Advice with Billy Darcy and Cam Duggan. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do you remember? I could get into Blokes Advice. Do you remember Blokes Advice? Yeah. Oh my Man, god! Man, th- I'm pretty sure recently I saw a bloke wearing a Blokes Advice shirt. Is it still going, Blokes Advice? I th- I assume so. Or maybe those stickers just haven't come off. There's not enough of you around. Yeah, exactly. To get them off the fucking back windshield. Yeah, well, that's what I've been hired to do, but. Dude, I remember the start of Blokes Advice and it was like pretty fun, you know, to be like just stuff like, uh, you know, handy tips and tricks for being a, a fully qualified gentleman in, in 2010 or whatever it was. Was uh, it like supposed to be funny? Because I used to be There was a, part a lot of, of funny stuff in there. I used to be a part of this, um, this page called uh, uh, Blokes and Their Ice Creams. Because yeah, I am a bloke who loves ice cream. So that was the vibe. It was a lot of like uh, blokes drinking beers, riding eskies, lighting shit on fire. Yeah, it's just being silly and fun. Yeah, and then there were some moments where they'd be like, hey, guys, if anyone's having any issues, you know, reach out or whatever. It was good. And then here's the thing is the administration on these Facebook groups has to be top-notch, otherwise... It gets too big. You the, can't control it. The wheels are off. It just became like five times a day in your Facebook feed. You just have like some bloke being like, "Fuck, she's taking the kids. Yeah. She's she's she fucking meant it this time." Yeah, I don't, the black dog's knocking. He's wool, he's roaring at the door. He's he's scratching up the front guard. Like the the metaphors for the black dog were just out yeah. of control. Did the black dog make you cheat on her, mate? <laughs> yeah, a lot of victims in blokes' advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No introspection in blokes' advice. Yeah, every and yeah. That's my that's my advice for the fellas out there. Look inwards. Dude, it's so have funny. A, have a think. Yeah. That, uh, do you know what? You're, you're a perceptive man, Duncan, <laughs> because not once in blokes' advice, you know, where, you know, they're like, oh, we're going to bloody get through this together. Let's be accountable. Not one in one of these posts about the black dog or, you know, I'm, I'm depressed and all this and, you know, I feel for these blokes. But not once did they say, oh. What did you do? Yeah, exactly. There was a lot of like, oh, this must be the unluckiest guy in the world. Yeah. Did. Married this woman and out of nowhere, she's just taken the three kids they were raising and moved to Queensland. Four I mean, AVOs on this bloke. Huh? Four AVOs. And what, are, what, what are the odds? And, and you know what? what if four so, crazy bitches in a row, huh? It was so peculiar, Nuts. Duggan, as well. A lot of the women who moved away did so at 3 a.m. without telling their spouse. Or they snuck out too. Wow. Fucking, dude. <laughs> Chicks are like that, aren't they? They just sneak out in the dead of night. Well, they're they're for slip- no fucking no good reason. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> they're, they're slippery. 
They're slippery. Yeah, but fucking anything on Facebook is just going to become a cesspit. Dude, here's the thing. Everything on Facebook had a sweet spot and you knew when it was over. Oh, the sweet spot was over in like 2012. Yeah, but like even specific groups, like they would have their life and then they'd be too far gone. Yeah, I remember that um, that blokes in their ice cream page. Great page. So good. Um, there was one bloke, I can't remember what he said, but it, it pissed everyone off and he was being a bit crook. And someone on there called him an absolute fro-yo of a bloke. And I still think about it to this day that that is maybe the best burn I've ever heard. An absolute fro-yo of a bloke. Because that's that's layered. Yeah. You're not even an ice cream. It's on an ice cream page. Yeah. And you're coming in here with a frozen yogurt attitude. Yeah, 100%. That's absolute like- fro-yo of a bloke. It had so many likes, dude. I was howling. That's so good, dude. I'd like to start a Facebook group for men, a support group. It's called My Hands Up. (laughs) And that's where you actually post what you fucking did. Yeah. And then we say, yeah, that's pretty fucking weird. Let him dream. (laughs) And then all the comments are just a pile on. Yeah. (laughs) Rat cunt. (laughs) Try that round here, mate. (laughs) Fucking come to Galgong and catch these hands, you cunt. All the comments are just threats. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's always like a bloke with a fucking, you know, a car profile picture. Oh, 100%. And dude. it's not his car. It's never his car. Yeah. It's like, oh, dude, that's... you don't own an EH Holden. Yeah. I'll tell you what I'm into now is um is people that leave abusive comments on stuff, but their profile picture is their, like, three-year-old. Oh, yeah. You see this all the time. Sometimes... And that kindness in their bio. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> Live every day as if it's your last. Like, I saw one recently because uh, Dave Warner, this is after the whole sandpaper thing, and they they gave him a lifetime leadership ban, but now they're repealing it so he can maybe captain again. All the comments are like, once a cheating dog cunt, always a cheating dog cunt. But it's like a two-year-old's face. Yeah. So you're just like, dude, either this dad is reckless on Facebook or <laughs> this two-year-old doesn't like Dave yeah. Warner. Two-year-old remembers from the womb. Yeah, dude, 100%. <laughs> Man, I went to the cricket the other day. I saw you at the cricket the other Yeah, I saw you on social media. Yeah. Anytime you post an Instagram story, mate, it's a bit of an event. I'd, yeah, I don't mind getting on the stories. Yeah. Don't mind getting on there, but um, you will fucking, you will, I mean, I'm, I'm leading with the chin here, but I wore jeans to the cricket, mate. Uh, and it was fucking hot. Yeah. It was really hot. Mate, sun those pins. That's what I mean. But and I, and you, you tan up a little bit, mate. See, I, I got do. To, I got to hit the SPF 50. I've got beautiful Irish skin. Well, then I was fucking walking around the SCG asking for sunscreen. Uh, asking at the bars and stuff. Guess the only place they had it in the fucking members, mate. Oh, were you in the members? No, we just standing outside the door lathering up. Yeah, nice. Dude. But didn't have to put any on the pins. Yeah, well, there you go. But the whole thing was is because it was a one day, I I knew it would go into night time. And I was like, what am I going to be fucking walking around in shorts? Yeah, and, and how did, give me a ballpark on the temperature post 7 p.m. Uh, we didn't we didn't stay till the end of the match. Well, there you <laughs> I'll go. I'll be honest. We started getting pissed and we were like, we should leave, huh? Yeah, it's a long day. It, it was a pretty long day. Yeah, actually, in fact, I don't even want to say it on the podcast. I'll tell you afterwards. No, go on. All right. Well, if this gets out and this gets out of control, Tom Orr is going to kill me for even saying this. We're doing a, a comedian's day at the cricket this year. Whoa. Okay. But it's invite only. Yeah, but I mean, these cunts, they can't just fucking show up. Oh, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, they'll be sitting in a different section, won't they? Yeah, we're spreading the word though. Yeah, comics day at the cricket. It's going to be so fun. When, when is this happening? January 7, I think, day four at the SCG. Yeah, right. I mean, that's going to be packed out anyway. You could potentially see some other, you know, other dorks over the other side of the field. Oh, people will be around for sure, but looking forward to it. I've already said to a few comics as well, they can only come if they are going to drink beer and watch the cricket. I don't want anyone talking about Colin. You can only come if you can bowl a googly. Yeah, dude, or at least tell me what it fucking is. Yeah, tell me what an inseam is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, I've got this mug off yarn. Should I fucking yeah? Let's grip, fucking get rip into it and that. Rip it? How are we Man, going? look at that. Thirty minutes. We're we, fucking tearing this up. Are we thirty minutes in? Thirty minutes in, but oh I haven't God. even fucking got to the mug offs yet. Dude, if I'm fucking Yasmin McGowan, I'm shitting myself. Oh, mate, they they're not listening to this. <laughs> no. Um, all right, so. Where was I? Surrey Hills. Okay, so I was on a date recently. Whoa, what was his name? Oh, edit that out. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, fucking rewind it, turn it up, put it back in again. I think that's the sort of stuff that led that woman to dump that guy. <laughs> that sort of hatred. <laughs> um, so, da, da, da. all right, so I'm on a date Friday night meeting uh, this lovely woman, Brisbane girl as well. Is this recently? It was like three weeks ago. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, Brisbane girl. Mate, love Brisbane the city. I think it goes under the radar. I don't, I don't, under whose radar? If, you, if Brisbane's not on your radar, you're a fucking idiot. Well, there you have it. There's I only Brisbane. two states to be in, mate. That's Queensland and pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, oh, lads. <laughs> I'll get into that. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> um... Anyway, so, ba, ba, ba. oh, how good is this as well? I was running late. And I do think it's rude to ru- be running late for a date, so I was fucking stressed. Yeah, but fucking life gets in the way. Did you let her know you were running late? Well, it was touch and go. With a, with a, with a hip hop, I could get there. Yeah, right. A hip, okay. A hip hop, a skip and a jump. So, and the, basically the thing was I'm, I was going to have to get a jog on from Central to the Clock Hotel. Oh, that's uphill too. It's a, it's a, it's a gradient. There's Up no for Vos Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a steep one. And I was wearing jeans as well. Yeah. Now I'm rocking up sweaty. My you hair, don't want to do that. My hair frizzes when I sweat as well. Oh, no, no, no. I've no, hit no, the no. sea salt spray at home, so the stakes are high. <laughs> we love a man with a skincare routine. Fuck it. Oath. Okay, so what about this? How good is this though? So I'm in a panic at Central. I turn a corner. I bump into it. She goes, oh, Billy, I'm lost. Thank God I ran into you. Beautiful. Beautiful. Now we're walking. She lives here now or she was visiting from Brisbane? She was visiting from Brisbane. Whoa. Oh, quick one and done, huh? Oh, what, your words. Anyway, no, definitely not. Like I've, I've seen her a few times. Date slash catching up. Yeah, I would cool. say that's the vibe. Yeah. Anyway. Nice. Bit of a casual thing. Bit of a casual thing. <laughs> what, however you want to pronounce it, mate. Beautiful. Anyway, so now I've gone from getting a jog on to now we're on a beautiful walk together. Oh. The date has begun. What time was this? Uh, I want to say seven. Oh, sun setting. Sun setting. Evening light. And how good is this? Now I'm thinking, fuck, we could turn this into a bit of a pub crawl. Well, there's no booking at the clock. You know, what does the clock owe us? What do we owe the clock? So Off to the Strawberry Hills for one. Well, we're walking past the shaky. I go, fuck, that's caught my eye. <laughs> <laughs> I, I go, beautiful old puppet here. You'll love this. And uh, anyway, so one at the shaky. We go to the clock. Beautiful. Everything's going great. We go up to the uh, balcony up the top. I love balcony. the confidence on this man that it's a pub crawl. This well, is going to go well. It's going to go great. You know what? Like, it's not just going to be one beer. It's going to be several. Oh. And we're walking between venues. I love it. The sun's out, you know. There's romance in the air, etc. Anyway, so then we go upstairs at the clock. No seats. And you've got to be, you want to be on the balcony. It's like 26 degrees. It's Yeah. It's cranking. So... Now I'm thinking, fuck, if we have to sit inside, I don't know about this. Literally the corner, middle of the balcony, as I'm walking past, these two 50-year-old guys go, oh, we're just leaving. Do you want our seats? Best seat in the fucking house. Thank you, Kings. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. I'm not going to come on this podcast and pretend to be some sort of a Lothario-type character, you know, killing it with women on business days or, or otherwise. If you get a great table, it fucking boosts confidence, oh, boosts hell. momentum. You're sitting in the throne. Sitting in the throne. I'm not above help from I'm not above help from the outside world. I loved it. Anyway, you get what you put out into the world. Thank you. You know what I mean? 100%. The energy you're putting out, confidence. This is going well. We're going to have a good time. Yep, yep. Guess yep. what happens? You're having a fucking good time. We're having a great time as well. And, and a other- couple of laughs as well. Couple of laughs. Oh, my man smooching. 100%. My man smooching. No tug, I'm classy. But uh, anyway, All right. so it's going great. <laughs> All right. Yeah, edit that out. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realise you were a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, should I have said, yeah, heaps of tugs. <laughs> yeah. 
It's all tongue, no lips. Yeah. What, just the washing machine from Darcy <laughs> at 7.15. But um, anyway, it's going, it's going well. Like uh, just chatting away, having a couple of beers, it's great. I've actually been making out with women before and tied a knot in their tongue. Well. Yeah. Yeah, I've got some fucking moves, baby. Let and then me they come. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You ever, you ever come mid-date with your tongue in a knot going, <laughs> swear you kissed me on the yeah. cheek. What the fuck? What the hell? What the hell indeed? Yeah. This guy is phenomenal. <laughs> Anyways, I've got to get out of here. I've got work in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so chatting away, date's going pretty well. And then out of nowhere, drug dog comes around the corner. Oh, yeah, they love that in Sydney. They love it. And so I'm just sitting there. I've only Trust had... Trust the fucking cops to ruin a great day. So I'd like an official statement from the New South Wales police as far as their stance. I mean, they've been very vocal about uh, the LGBT community and the support they have for them. Where do we stand on hetero love? Because I wasn't seeing a lot of support at the pub. Yeah. And so what happened Well, they've was, never had any kind of love. That's why they're cops. Yeah, okay. They don't understand. They're fucking robot dorks. Well, anyway, well, it's so... You, they, want, you want an opinion on the inside of a locker in high school? <laughs> yes. These cunts, they can do it. Anyway, yeah. I can tell you. Do you, know what, do you know what it feels like to sit alone at lunchtime? Yes. Uh, yeah, but watch the, the entire police force put their hand up. Oh, dude, 100%. Anyway, so, <laughs> um, so I'm sitting there, drug dog comes around the corner... Thank you. And I don't think anything of it. I've had maybe a fourth beer. I'm just sitting chatting, whatever. Beagles come around like it's fucking, you know, tools are up. And and I go, oh, fuck. I forgot. I've got a joint in my pocket. Yeah, right. And so now I'm like, shit. But then so I maybe could have handled it better. I just go, it was like a small joint. I go, I'll just walk to the bathroom because like, and the drug dog's like five metres away coming my way. I go, I'm just going to walk to the bathroom, flush this thing, return to falling in love. Yeah. Easy money. Okay. So I get up. And I didn't tell my date. I was like, oh, fuck. And I just like left the table, which is probably not like the best. But um, anyway, so I walk inside. Yeah, no, that seems pretty awkward. <laughs> yeah, it was awkward. Yeah. yeah. It's probably not the best. Like, no, that sounds, that sounds very, you like missed a bean on a date at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I just wasn't expecting any of this. Anyway, so then I go, well, I'll just walk inside. No harm, no foul. Anyway, so I walk inside just on the other side of the balcony, walk in the door, two cops on the door. Yeah, they're waiting for that exact thing. It was a Stig operation. Yeah. They've seen me covered from around the block, mate. You know, like they've absolutely got me covered here. And so I literally, I walk past the two cops and just keep walking. And, uh, mate, I was looking casual. I was looking real casual. Yeah. I might have been whistling, little fucking skip in my step. Of course they're fucking following a bloke to the bathroom. Well, mate, I was about to say, I was casual. This fucking beagle was not. This thing could have won the Melbourne Cup. It was all over me. <laughs> Absolutely all over me. And then, mate. The most potent smelling drug too. I know. And also like the least like criminalised. Yeah. It's like. I bought it from the chemist cunt. Yeah. Also, like I'm at the Clock Hotel in Surrey Hills. I'm getting fucking taken down for a small joint. How many of these cunts have bags right now? Yeah. I'm taking a bullet for the whole pub. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so then also, and this is a nice touch. I think this is smart from the police. Jacked lesbian bird with the dog. All business. Yeah. All business. And she was, she was fucking, she was not having it. She was like, the you know, dog has uh, fucking identified you as a drug user. Also, you've aroused suspicion in me, like... I'm like up against the wall, like in the middle of the main walkway upstairs, like with my hands up. And then she's like, the dog sat down in front of me and then she was like, oh, do you have any drugs on you? And I was like, yeah, there's a joint in my left pocket. And then um, I went, she's like point at it. And then I got to point at it and she's like, don't fucking touch it. Don't fucking touch it. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, it's a joint, dude. I know. And it's like, fuck, like I feel like they came in a bit red hot for a joint because it's like if this is where you're at for a small joint, where do you go if I've got like a 10 kilo brick of cocaine on? Well, they, you know where they should go? Fucking home. Yeah. <laughs> Mind your business, cunt. Yeah, so then, and here's the thing is my date is still on the balcony. She doesn't know that I'm like getting clipped up by the cops. So the whole thing's highly embarrassing. 
Um, the the woman officer, she uh, she like peels off. There's too many crims in the bar for her to stay yeah. with me. Like she's just rammed with criminals. And these dogs only get like 30 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. And then some what, like, they get tuckered out or something? Well, the, yeah, they have to have it. But do you know something like 75% of uh, the indications they give are false? Yeah, I heard that. I heard a lot of it is just they look at your reactions. I got, I got stopped leaving work at the train station by a drug dog and they were like, the dog's indicated on you. And I was like, oh, I'm, a, I'm a butcher. And they were like, that, I mean, that's, that's not a thing. The, the dog only actually indicates on drug particles in the air. And I was like, well, it's the only cunt that doesn't like the smell of sausages. Yeah, yeah, It's the yeah, only yeah. fucking dog. Mate, there were other blokes at the train station fucking sniffing you. It, it was sniffing my hands. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, it, it can smell sausages. And they're like, that's actually not true. So they're fucking around, taking my ID, and then they're trying to check it on their little computer thing and they had no reception and they're like, sorry, babe. I'm like, fuck you, dude. dude. This isn't funny. You're wasting my time. Dude, 100%. They're like, have you had any drugs today? I was like, nah, man, I've just been at work. They're like, have you been around any drugs today? I was like, nah, man, I've just been at work. Yeah. Like, it's just being so rude I because well, I, I knew I was in the clear. Yeah, see... As a man who was carrying drugs on him, my attitude was slightly different. Yeah, I mean... Cooperative. Yeah. So what would you get, a cannabis caution? Yeah, but here's the thing. So then um, the chick with the dog left, she was just killing it. Absolutely killing it. I'd love to know what her body count was for the afternoon. She was on fire. And uh, anyway, and then they left me with these two guys who were like my age. Yeah. It's always awkward when you get clipped up by a bloke and it's like, fuck, do we go to high school together? Yeah. (laughs) If we did, I would have beat the shit out of you, dude. (laughs) But then, um, and they were like, all right, um, they were like, put your hands above your head like this with your fingers intercrossed. Oh, my God. And then so I'm walking out of the clock hotel with my hands Why? above what me. What the fuck is that like, for? Like interlocked as they're like either side of me, like getting like dragged out of the pub. I'm like, You're like Fuck. a fucking ISIS prisoner? I know. This is, and I'm thinking like, fuck it all. So then we go out the front of the clock. They're like, we have to search you. Like people are like lining up to get in. Oh, my God. It's so And they're not letting you back in the venue after that. No, I'm done at the venue, dude. That's the least of my problems. And meanwhile, my date is still upstairs. Like the whole thing, the wheels are off. Fuck. Romance is not in the air. I'm oh, blowing man. it. I'm fucking blowing the whole situation. And then, and then, so now I'm out the front of the clock, like hands up against the wall. Like they take all my shit, throw it in, like throw it on the ground. And then, like, I have to take my shoes off. So then I'm like, fucking shoes off, heads up against the wall as these guys are, like searching me. And, like, I've already told them where the joint is and stuff. And it took, like, half an hour. It was so embarrassing. And then, then they're like, all right, we have to weigh this. And it's, like, fucking this big. And it was, like, spun with tobacco. I was like, oh, okay. It's not all cannabis. seems like a pretty... No, they con- weigh the whole thing. Well, they weigh the whole thing, yeah. So Filter and all. Filter and all, brother. I feel like the filter was doing a lot of the fucking heavy lifting. Yeah. But, and then, so, this what this what I didn't like is they were kind of... Set first 75% of the interaction, they're just being raging cunts. But then... They start calling you bro and shit like that? Yeah. They start to buddy-buddy me like three quarters of the way in to the fucking Fuck arrest. Fuck you, dude. You're ruining my date. You're ruining my date. And they're like, oh, mate, sorry about the date. Hopefully you can still get a route. And it's like, mate, I'm not joking around with you now. Yeah. What you are- and your fucking tribal tattoos, you fucking dork-ass losers. Yeah, but it's like, whatever the cop's doing, just keep that energy. It's like when your boss sprays the fuck out of you and then 10 minutes later he's like, so how was your weekend? Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to joke around with you. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm mad at you. I'm scared of you. <laughs> like, Yeah. So then, so huge vibe change from the cops. They're like, oh, hope you can still bloody get a kiss, mate. And I'm like, no, 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 we're not doing this. Yeah. The time for this was fucking 20 minutes ago. I'm like 40 minutes into the search. I've got, still don't even have my shoes on. And these boys want to have a joke. And then, uh, and then they go, all right, so... You just got to sign this. It says you had 15 grams of cannabis or less. 15 grams? Yeah, that's what I said. I said 15 grams. Is that the lowest amount? I oh, said, that's personal. That's yeah. personal usage. Yeah, right? but then I think so. Wait, is it? No, 15 grams. That can't be right. It was 15 grams or under. That's what. That's the thing. That qualifies for a cannabis caution. Yeah. Yeah, right. So then I said, well, is that the lowest bracket? I mean, I'm not fucking El Chapo. I go, what did, what did this thing weigh in at? Are you I mean, put- that's a bit over half an ounce. Yeah, 15 grams. But, like, here's the thing. Um, I go, are you going to put what it actually weighed on the cannabis caution? And he's like, yeah, don't worry, we put it here. I go, well, what did it weigh? He goes, 0.2 grams. 
and it was like half tobacco and filter. I go, I'm getting done for like 0.1 grams of cannabis. Fucking dogs. <laughs> Literally. And then it was my first cannabis caution. So, you know, it's not the biggest deal, but like it was just, it, the whole thing took like 50 minutes. My date is torpedoed. Like she's still up there by herself going like, what the hell? Yeah, how big is this shit he's taken? Dude, literally. And then um, oh, it was so embarrassing. <laughs> and she didn't see you get get like grabbed by them. No, 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 because it all happened inside upstairs and she was oh. on the balcony. And she thinks you've just fucking bounced on a first date. No, like after half an hour. Well, here's the thing. I didn't have my phone on. They took my phone. So I couldn't message her and be like, oh, hey. So I'm just getting clicked That's up by the cops. And here's the thing. It's one thing to stand against fucking marijuana usage. It's another thing to stand against romance. That, man, you couldn't be more right. So the date was torpedoed. Uh, we went to another bar afterwards. And the other thing was, this was funny, she works in uh, prison rehabilitation. So she's like, when people get released from prison, she's like their sort of uh, counsellor type thing, like helps them get a job and stuff. Sure. And she was like, oh, you shouldn't have told them you had anything. Like, I always tell all my clients, don't ever talk to the cops, just say nothing. Yeah, admit nothing. And I was like, oh, yeah, I just admitted it straight away. And then she was like, how much did you have? I was like, just one joint. And she was like, ugh. So she was, she was, she thought it was lame that I fucking copped to it immediately and the tiny amount I had. So I got. Well, that, I mean, that's what they're relying on is people just admitting it. Yeah. Because if you don't admit shit, they likely won't find it. I mean, if it was just in your pocket, they were probably going to find it. I mean, well, when I admitted it, I was already up against the wall with a joint in my pocket. Yeah. I, it felt like, it felt like the, the noose was coming. Yeah, but they're fucking, they're cops, dude. Yeah, here's the thing. I, I did blow it to a certain extent because I just, I wasn't uh, switched on to any situations. Four beers deep. Yeah. You're buzzing. You're I was, in love. I was chilling. I was chilling in love. Yeah. And, and Walking around with half a mongrel. Yeah, dude, it was so funny as well. Afterwards, um, <laughs> <laughs> edit that out. <laughs> dude, I've got some serious edits coming down the pipeline for this one. <laughs> But it was, it was so funny because the, this bouncer out the front, he watched the whole thing, this Middle Eastern guy, he was, he was a great guy. He was just pissing himself the whole time. And then afterwards he goes, he goes, brother, I've worked here for three years. That's the first dog we've ever had come through here. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, and he goes, he goes, dude, it's just a caution. Who gives a fuck? And I was like, I was like yeah, but I'm, I was furious. I was fucking furious at the time. I'd be more upset about them wasting an hour of my time. Yeah, well, it was well. It wasn't even that. Like, I'll go in on the fact that I had weed, and you know, you got the dog and stuff. And yeah, you know, but let's, fucking who cares? It's you so, were drinking beers. That's way more harmful than. Uh, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. But I just felt really rude. Yeah. Because I'd invited this girl out, and I've spent fifty minutes getting fucking clipped up by the ops. Yeah. Outside, like I was a terror. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. She was only in Sydney for like two nights, and one of them, <laughs> I just torpedoed. It was fucking embarrassing as shit, dude. Yeah, that sucks. Oh, it was brutal. Fucking cops. Absolute mug off via the New South Wales police. Can't get a root. Also, don't want you to get a root. Yeah, I know. It's a bit of fucking, you know, an eye for an eye. I'm surprised they strip search you like that, mate. You're not even a fucking 13-year-old girl. Yeah. Well, I follow Yaz on Instagram, <laughs> yeah. so I'm pretty aware of what's happening. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mate, uh, we might pull up stumps there. We fucking, we hit that easy, dude. Yeah, job's on. Could have done that with the fucking eyes closed. Um, you got anything to plug, Bill? Yeah, when's this coming out? Like two weeks. Two weeks? I've got a live podcast next Friday. Um, yeah, it'll... It'll be gone. It. That's okay. I've got uh, my podcast, Get Around Me. Get Around, Bill. And uh, it's a solo podcast, but now also every week, uh, Mug Off favourite Rowan Arneal joins me. Yeah, nice. Man, I'll fucking pop in if you want. Yeah, for sure. At the moment, I'm just doing um, Rowan every week because he lives around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Because no one wants to drive to me. I'm not, I'm not trying to take any blokes' jobs here. <laughs> There's a mutiny. I'm not an illegal immigrant, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> if yeah. any conservatives are listening, yeah, I was about to say, if any blokes are about to get dumped by their girlfriend, press play on the speaker now. <laughs> but yeah, my podcast is called Get Around Me, and uh, it's you know, give it a listen. Otherwise, I'll be touring in 2023. Hell all yeah. the capital cities. Get around, Bill. Stand up comedy. Heaps of stand up comedy clips on my Instagram, etc. Yeah, what's your uh, Instagram handle? Billy Darcy. D-A-R-C-Y. There you go. Get around that. Um, he's great. One of the favourites. Um, listen to the Patreon. 
Sign up for that. Tell your friends about it if you enjoy the podcast. Mug Off Facebook group. We're really pushing the Mug Off TikTok page now. Oh, That's, I saw. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the Mug Off TikTok page. Get on the Mug Off TikTok page. Um, that's, I mean, we're going to be posting more clips on there because apparently that's what people are using now. So get on there. Um, thanks so much for listening. Also, Mug Off 69 on Instagram. It's Mug Off 69 on everything. So just follow that on whatever, uh, whatever platform you want to find us on. OnlyFans, we're not on there yet, but fucking, you know, give me a minute. Give him a fucking minute. Give me a minute. You'll catch me jerking off three times. No, sorry. Um, that's that's. We'll probably cut that out. Or no, nah, we're going to leave that in. Um, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for coming in, Bill. No worries. Thank you. We love you. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Can't throw. This is the mug off, baby.